I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Hey guys, thanks for downloading the podcast. Just a quick note at the top of the show to thank everyone who donated to the Possible Campaign uh, we reached our target of $6,000, so the pilot is going to get made. It's going to be awesome. So, But also, if you feel like, oh, I didn't put in, but I want to, uh, you still can. There's still like, a couple of weeks left on the uh, on the campaign. So all the money is going to the show, uh, promoting the show, building sets, and then hopefully if, uh, you know, if we raise enough, we can film two episodes and put them out as well. So it'll be fun. Also, tickets are available for the live shows. They're on Sundays at Brew Cult Bar starting July 16, 2 p.m., going until August 20. A whole bunch of names from the telly and the radio, a bunch of my favourites who have been on before, and a bunch of new people as well, which is always exciting. I like it when new people come on because you get new stories. And uh, I think that's it. This episode's a really fun one. It's uh, a bunch of my friends uh, from Tassie or ex-housemates. Because uh, I thought I'd do something different. Like, uh, you know, you have comics every week, but, you know, people have really funny stories, and these guys I knew had uh, really good stories. So I wanted to share them with you. Anyway, that's enough for me. Enjoy the pod. Thanks for everyone who's been downloading it, uh, sharing it around, and going on iTunes and leaving uh, nice, positive reviews. It always makes me feel really good. And it just helps share the show about. So, you know, people looking, oh, what's this about? And then they say, oh, there's 85-star reviews. That must be pretty good. So thank you very much. Anyway, here's the show. Hello and welcome to a very special edition of Don't You Know Who I Am, the podcast that asks who knows whom, who knows what, because who knows why. My name is Josh Earl, and this week I found out I share my name with a Christian blogger whose most recent post posed the question, did Kevin meet God in Home Alone? That was what he asked. I don't think he did. He met the wet bandits. Anyway, uh, for 56 episodes, I've had comedians, radio personalities, musicians, and writers, but today we're doing something different, my actual friends. So let's meet them now. Our first guest is the founder of the Sage Garden in Melbourne, a gardening program for children and families. She shares her name with the program director at Earth Force, a teacher at Holy Innocence Primary School, and a student at Spectrum Dance Studio in Melbourne who has her own LinkedIn profile. That's, yeah. The one we have here is my old ha- housemate. It's Tash Mitchell. Yay! Yay! Hey, Tash. You know I'm officially not Mitchell, don't yeah, you? I know. Oh, okay. Okay, Tash Grogan. Yay! <laughs> Grogan Mitchell. Is it Grogan Mitchell? No. What is it? And you, you also have a bar. We'll do a plug it for it. Yeah. At Polyester Records. Soon to be released. <laughs> back of Polyester Records. Crazy Arms, come on down, have a good time. Now, Tash, is, uh, her stories have been on the podcast. You've been on the podcast before. I talked about how we had a competition in our house to whoever was going to have sex with their partner first to yell out bullshit so the others heard. <laughs> Tash won. Uh, just one, <laughs> one Sunday morning, I'm lying in bed, and through the walls I just hear, Bullshit! <laughs> what an outrage. <laughs> And also, if you've seen any of my shows in the past, um, and I talk about a date, the first date that went wrong, and the guy ended up shitting in the sink. Oh, my God. That was Tash. Hey, what an congratulations. Outrage. <laughs> I love that story. Excellent. <laughs> Good to be here. Also, joining us is a man who shares his name with a furniture company, a Houston recruiting specialist, and a UK golf manager, but the one we have here is bass player and manager at Computers Now. It's Jimmy Richardson. Hey. hey. There's, a, there's a James Richardson furniture company. Did you know that? I did know that. I actually... We were talking about this today. There's also a James Davis Richardson, which is one letter off my name, who was executed in Texas in 2000. Really? Yeah, he was a bad, bad dude. I have a... There's a Josh Earl Phillips who was a child murderer. He was 14 and killed a bunch of kids yeah. with baseball bats. Yeah. Yeah. It's always a bit creepy when... What yeah. a show. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Horrific. That's right. Also joining us is a man who has the honour of being the only Zane Lind in the entire internet. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> He is also the first guest ever on the show from my hometown of Bernie. Please welcome Zane Lind. Represent. <laughs> Yay. So uh, we didn't know each other that well in Bernie, though. We, we knew of we each other. We rolled in different circles. You were a private school boy. 
I was. I was public school. Well, <laughs> still, in, still, everyone knew who you were, Josh. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, also finally is a man who is the reason we're recording this episode. He shares his name with an entertainment professional in the Baltimore area, a principal engineer for Comcast, and the executive chef at Qualia in Brisbane. Please welcome Douglas Will. Hey. How is it exactly that I'm the reason? Well, the other night we had drinks and you said, I want to come on your podcast. Let me on your podcast. And so I said, all right, I'll I'll put you on. When you put it like that, yeah. So now you've got to bring your A game. All right, I'm going. (laughs) (laughs) So I'll I'll put out how I know everyone. So I know Zane, uh, we're both from Bernie. And uh, when I first moved to Melbourne, I was living with your girlfriend at the time. You were. Yes. Also a Bernieite. Yes. Tash, we lived together for a year. And I, when I first moved here, we went to, you were friends with our mutual friend, Demoya, and we went to a trivia night together. You slept over at my house that night. I did Josh. sleep over at your house that did night. Did you do anything else at my house that night, Josh? I didn't, because me and Moya were kind of seeing, no, we weren't, we were just having sex. And then we were friends, and we were like, we can't we do that anymore. Floor, we didn't, we and then we woke up, I remember, I remember her looking at me going, we didn't have sex, and we high-fived, and it was great. Beautiful story. That's what most people say when they wake up next week. We didn't have sex, yes. Brings it to you. Jimmy, um, how, did, how did we meet? Well, <laughs> we, uh, we, we shared a girlfriend. We did. I yeah, didn't know. Bondage. Well, yeah, we did for yeah, a short a time. Bit, yeah, yeah I, I didn't know you. And uh, we, uh, I, I knew that the girl I was with had a boyfriend. I didn't mm, know that mm. he was a nice person like you. And then me and this girl went out for four years. and But Jimmy and I, Stayed friends. That's it. I remember the That's first it. time I met him, he, he knew, because you weren't broken up at that stage, we I were don't not. think. No. But we are in the throes of yeah. and, that and, sort of thing. So I, and so I was over at her house, because I'm, I'm a creep, and Jimmy came and sat next to me on the couch and went, hey, buddy, and put his arm around me. And it was <laughs> not, it wasn't in a, in a kind of vicious way. I don't, oh, I didn't take it that way. No. Everyone was kind of laughing about no. the awkwardness of it. I liked you and yep. wanted to lovingly gift you your <laughs> yeah. next relationship. Thanks for that. Uh, and Doug, we met because you, you were friends with Jimmy. Yes. But you'd already moved away. That's it. I was racking my brain ahead of this, working at how we met, and you were just there one day. Yeah. You made friends with all my friends and everyone forgot that we hadn't been introduced and one day you were hanging out and it was assumed that we were friends, so I've just yeah. been rolling with it ever since. Because I, I was thinking the first night we hung out, which was we went and saw Spod at, um, what's that place that's never oh, shut? Revolver. Uh, Revolver, yeah. And there was also Tim from Sea Scouts and Bird Blobs. Yes. There. Yeah. And I remember the Spod gig because he took, he was wearing like 50 t-shirts, all of them metal bands, and he took one off after every song, and then yeah. the last song just was taking like five or ten t-shirts off in a row. Yeah. Do you remember when he ran into the audience to make a make a... Sort of an example of one of the people in the crowd by getting up on their face and singing, and he chose me. Oh, yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. 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 That was humiliating. <laughs> I believe so. All right, our first game tonight is called Social Me, Me, Media, where I read out a status from one of you four. You have to buzz in and tell me who you think it is. If you guess correctly, you get the point, but if you're incorrect, the person whose status it is, they receive the point. So remember, you can't buzz in for your own. Mm-hmm. Your names are your buzzer, and the first one is this one. Okay. Just overheard a kid say, I'm dobbing on you to God. Jimmy. Yes, Jimmy. Zane. It was Tar, so I'm not there for Tar. Yes. Tar was stabbing the dark. Okay, yeah. eat that, suckers. Yep. Do you remember that? <laughs> not a lot of God uh, update statuses for me. It's more a Tarsh thing. <laughs> I do love the Lord. <laughs> okay, question two. I think I've got the mumps. Christmas mumps, so you know, the good kind. Doug. Yes, Doug. Zane? No, it was Jimmy. What? Jimmy had the mumps at Christmas. I said that? Yeah, in like 2011. Oh, okay. Did you have the mumps? I don't think so. <laughs> I think. Yeah. I think this is the way to win. Just stay silent and mysterious, yeah. Yeah. and then everyone just picks me. Because <laughs> <laughs> mumps are the, one of those things that I'm like, it, it's a funny illness. Just because the name is funny, it's not funny when you've got it because it hurts. But it's it's just. Have you had it? No, but you know, kids at my school had it, and you just kind of get all lumpy. It, yeah, it reminds yeah. me of lumps. Yeah. Mm. But you can't, I've got the lumps. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. <laughs> That's what I actually had. Yeah. It was the lumps, yeah. Okay, question three. Arms are the new breasts. Doug. Yes. Oh, I mean, Tash. I'm not Doug. Tash. Oh, I know which way she's going to go yes. with this one. <laughs> You're saying it was Doug? 
I feel like it is. You're correct. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah. I've got your number, Doug. We yeah, because I have both arms and breasts. So. <laughs> <laughs> what was that in reference to? Do you even remember doing it? Was that me saying that? You said that, yeah. I have no recollection of saying that even slightly. You Facebooked arms of the new breasts. How deep did you go? I went way back to you guys, about 2009. Well, did you find my secret Twitter account? No, I didn't. Okay, you were good. trying to, you were telling me, and you said it follows me, and I was like looking through, saying who, yeah. who could it be? But because three of the people in this room, or four of me, all have kids, and so to get to the good stuff, I have to go before kids okay, on their yeah. Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> now it's just, I'm so tired. Yeah. Uh, Here's anyone, my kid doing stuff. Does this rash look weird to anyone else? Anyway? <clears throat> Okay, question four. WD-40 is better than UB-40. Jimmy. Yes, Jimmy. I'll take Zane again. No, it was tough. Yeah, and it's so true. Every time. Do you have much WD-40 in your possession? Yeah, I just... Oh, yeah, because you you work in a garden. Because I work in the garden, but I love when things are squeaky or not running properly. It just, it's... So I don't good. think you've listened to enough UB40. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic outfit. And Jimmy, I'd say you have WD40. I have several. Doug, I'm saying you have no WD40. No, I'm struggling to remember what it is. Yeah, it's it's like a, a spray. WD40. Yeah. I was a little fan of the CRC. Remember that? Ah, oh. CRC was like another brand, but it, kind of. It was that the one that came the same in stuff. a grey came in a grey tub and a red CRC. Yeah, it looked yeah. very industrial. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a fan of any of those old cleaning products that had ads where you just dip them in yeah. and they'd come yeah. up shiny as shit. <laughs> Do you remember Tarnoff? Yeah. No. There was a lady with just a table full of heaps of yes. old brass yes. stuff. Yes. She'd just have a bowl of Tarnoff. She'd dip it in. Very pleasing ad to watch. Mm. That was a good ad. Mm. The CLR clear with the pool filter. Oh, We've got to get that. Yeah. Don't have a pool. Don't yeah. have a pool filter. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's the new one now, which is the copper, copper plate or something like that. It's like a fry pan, which is a copper one. And in the ad, they cook an egg on it and then they... Make it look like you can just blow the egg off, like it's so non-stick. <laughs> but it's such, it's such Don't bad. Don't say blow an egg off ever again. <laughs> the egg. That's that's what the show's going to be called. Blow the egg off. But it's such bad, like effects that it's obviously a computer-generated egg just falling off. It's the shittiest thing. It's on at like two in the morning. And then it star wipes. Yeah. Away. <laughs> yeah. All right. Question uh, five. Just had five police cars surround my work as cops in flak jackets search for a roaming gunman. Terrified, my trembling lips mouthed. Bad boys, bad boys, what you going to do? <laughs> Who wrote that? Oh, Tash. Yes, Tash. That's Zane. No, it's Jimmy. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, Zane. It wasn't the only time that happened either. So what What was it at your current work? Or? Uh, yeah, we used to have an office in South Melbourne, just down the road from a, a halfway house, and obviously a big block of apartments. And I think on that occasion, there was indeed an armed guy just cruising around threatening to shoot people but it happened quite a lot it happened quite a lot and the last time it happened was actually the apartment block across the road yeah the cops were turned up along with the media and then oh, they went upstairs and pulled some guy down and the government had a publicist well no he, he had a like a meth lab inside of like a really fancy pants apartment block oh wow in the wow. middle of South Melbourne. Like a high-end meth lab. Yeah. Yeah, nice. And that's, that's, is there any other kind yeah. of meth labs? <laughs> high-end meth labs. Ikea furniture. Yeah. 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 Uh, another story that I want you to tell later is mm. when you were working at Orfaneo mm. and Prince came in. Because I remember this story. I tell this story all the time. And I'm not sure if I've added a bit to it. Were you still working there when, the, when he came in? I don't believe Where so. Where did he come uh, into? Ilfanao, it was like a bakery cafe at the yeah, end of Prince yeah. of Wales, and he was doing the show at the Prince of Wales. And this is how I tell the story. And I'm, I may have just made this all up, but he booked out the entire restaurant and all, all his staff were there. And then Prince came in with an entourage. He sat down and had one sandwich, just plain butter sandwich and a glass of water, and that was it. This has reached urban myth level because I've heard the exact same story. Oh. But but a, but a guy was saying he just ordered white stuff like rice and milk. So I don't know how I don't know how it, it's this is it's it's reaching urban myth it is. stage. Is that, is that from you or not? Because I swear it came not from while you. I worked there. No, okay. No, 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 it may have occurred. Yeah. a lot of Gene Simmons come in one day, similar kind of thing. Booked out ten tables and then just sat at one by himself with a <laughs> mysterious lady. I'm sure. Oh, I see. I was hoping that story was just going to be, he's just sat there on his own, really depressed. Yeah. <laughs> but told all his mates, yeah, I booked out 10 tables. Yeah, yeah. it's like... I 
always think yeah. that James Simmons is the exercise guy with the weird That's hair. Richard Simmons. Yeah. Oh, mm. I always feel like they're I'm wrong. Simmons. No, it is definitely a correlation. Form. Yeah. <laughs> All right, question six. The State Library of Victoria is a stronghold of facts and useful information. Just today, I wandered in there and learnt where Melbourne's homeless population go to masturbate noisily. Jimmy. <laughs> yes, Jimmy. Doug. Yes, you yeah. right. That's <laughs> Doug. Did that true. actually happen? Yeah, it did happen, actually. I was studying and I used to change location a lot because it helped me study if I changed libraries and I went into the toilet and someone was cracking one off in the <laughs> toilet and really letting it be known. Getting into it. It was bouncing off the walls. I swear the dog was rattling and everything. Because I work at the State Library there and it is, it is true that people have to go in there and remove people who are into masturbating but homeless people. This is my favourite uh, one. I've actually used it on stage, but I was in there one day and there was a guy using the computers and he saw me and saw that I worked there, but I don't work anywhere near the computers. I just do tours of the place. And he said, oi, oi, oi. This Google's not working. The Google's not working. And I went, all right, let's go over to him. And what he'd done, he's opened up a Word document and typed in Britney Spears and then pressed enter like five or six times, typed her name again and then pressed enter like 30 times and then typed her name again. And I was like, man, like no one cares about Britney Spears. Uh, it's like the worst fan fiction ever. <laughs> Britney Spears. Hmm. And yeah. What's the protocol when someone is wanking in the toilets? Is it do you wait till they finish or do you housekeeping? <laughs> <laughs> Urge them along. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and just make sure you, you get all the children out. Okay, and then just to applaud when point. they yeah. emerge from the cubicle. Yeah, <laughs> it's like the, the end of um, the bodyguard. <laughs> he walks out with it in his hand. <laughs> Ten cc of just yeah. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> it's not that kind of show, though. Sorry. Another great band. Yeah. <laughs> okay, question seven. Was it the dog or cat that spewed on the bed I just made? Doug. Yes, Doug. Zane. No, it was Tash. God damn. Another point yeah. there for Tash. I do not remember writing that one. That was really... That was, that was way before kids. Yes. That was when I, back when I cared about my <laughs> animals or if I was sleeping in vomit. I know. You, you, when you have kids, the animals are the first to realise, oh, shit, life's changed. Question eight. Sweet horror off the ten. <laughs> I don't want anyone to have said that. It means something. Anyone want to buzz in? I'll buzz in. Yes, Jimmy. Jimmy. Zane? Yes, you were yeah. right. Finally. 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 What does it mean? Do you want to know what it means? Well, it's, it's pretty Bernie specific. So if Josh was playing, he would yeah. certainly have got it. Yeah. Um, but we used to, we used to have a... a a diving pool in Burnie, which was part of the local pool, which just everyone used to hang out, which was kind of like what was it, Josh? It was like the, it was like the social hierarchy of, do you know of how the Beverly, town. Do you know how Beverly Hills had the peach pit? We mm. had the swimming pool and <laughs> yeah. the tan, right? And they had great hot donuts there, and the steamed dim sims. Yeah, they did. But there was the diving board, so there was the one, which was one meter, three meter, which was on the other side of the pool, and they were spring springboards. Then there was the five, which is the platform. Then there was the seven meter, which is off to the side, and you literally only had like a foot. If you moved a foot, you were pretty much. It was much extremely hit, dangerous. I would be surprised if it's it, it'd have to be closed. It's, it's down now. Yeah. yeah. It's down. And then there's the ten meter uh, platform as well. And a horror was Bernie talk for doing. Do you remember what a horror was? Yeah, it was kind of like it was this. It was a very strange move. You'd probably have to. You'd probably have to Google it. It's like you go into a pike position, but you enter the water in the pike position, and once you're in the water, then you spread out okay. and you push the splat up and it was called it was the, horror. the horror it was the height of awesomeness yeah. for, for anyone in town and the other thing about the Bernie swimming pool is that everyone who swam in there wore wetsuits everyone wore a wetsuit really yeah well, you know, I went to a, a pool over here and didn't understand why yeah. anyone was like just walking around without a wetsuit but on. that didn't even go that That's didn't very even strange. go where like, are their water clothes Alveston yeah. which is 20 minutes drive away no we went wetsuits to, yeah, the Alveston um, water slide which was great. We used to wear our wetsuits down there, and they're like, "No, you can't wear that down here. You'll get it'll yeah." It's a no wetsuit. You're all strange. Go yeah. back to Bernie. Twenty minutes down the road. <laughs> yeah. Flashback. Because I once did a backflip off the ten, and over rotate. I was like eleven years old. 
like off 10 minute platform Humble did, brag. A, did a black <laughs> yeah but you wait and then landed flat on my back so over rotated just went bang and my brother was there and I didn't want to cry in front of him so I went right, I'm going to do it again and got straight back up and actually did it the second time you should have gone into a horror position first time that was <laughs> that was going to be my audition for Celebrity Splash season 2 <laughs> alright question 9 what is the best ice I'm going with Berg <laughs> Zane. It's Zane. Jimmy. No, it was you, Zane. (laughs) (laughs) I've thought that about every single one of these posts and haven't been jumping in because I presumed they were all me. No. I was going to – that inspired me. I almost wrote a tweet today about uh, the best Berg, Ice, Bjorn or Peter, and I didn't didn't go with it. I can't remember because I don't agree with that. It's definitely fridge cubed ice. So my my ice. We all change. Yeah, you can change your opinion. Yeah, big fan of ice, (laughs) all forms. And our last question for the round is this one: There's something strangely pleasant about the word pamphlet. Tash. Yes, Tash. Jimmy. No, it was Doug. So a point there, another point there for Doug. I completely agree, Doug. Yeah, I got a lot of heat off that Facebook post. A lot of heat. All right, at the end of that round, the scores are Zane, no points. Didn't get off the mark there. Should have should have uh, chimed in a bit earlier when I thought that were me. That's I right. Myself. Doug on two points. Yeah. Jimmy on four points, <laughs> and also on four points is Tash. Yeah. Woo, yes. This round is called We Are Family. In this round, we talk about families or one person's family in particular. So today we're going back to a younger pre-family of her own, Tash. Now, Tash went out one night with her cousin and got a bit festive. As they were crossing a very busy road, her cousin tripped and twisted her ankle very, very badly. When they got back to Tasha's, Tash wrapped her ankle in a cold compress and put her cousin to bed. But what was discovered when her cousin woke up? Was it A? Tash was so drunk that she put the ice on the wrong ankle, so when her cousin woke up, her ankle was so swollen and black she had to be rushed to the hospital. Was it B? Tash thought she had wrapped it in a bag of ice, but it turned out to be a bag of chops. Which through the night had defrosted, so her cousin woke up in her bed covered with blood and some warm chops next to her. Or was it C, the ice turned to water and made her cousin piss herself. When her cousin woke up in piss, she jumped up embarrassed to clean it, forgot about her ankle, fell over, and as she fell, grabbed onto the curtains to try and hold herself up, pulling the curtains off the rail. Tash woke up to a loud crash, saw her cousin on the floor, wrapped in curtains and soiled bed sheets. A, B, or C. Now, you can ask Tash as many questions as you want, but bear in mind she wants you to answer incorrectly. Ice, a, chops, B. piss. Yes. <laughs> a, B, or C. It's my Friday night. <laughs> 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 okay, about right. the third one. The piss. The, the piss. piss and the falling over and pulling the curtains over. Is your cousin a wacky French waiter? <laughs> <laughs> yes, she is. Excellent. I think we've got this one wrapped yeah. up. <laughs> How long ago was this? Um, this was pre-kids, pre-husband, so probably about 12, maybe 12 years ago Ooh. when I was young and free. And did your cousin end up going to hospital regardless? She did, she yes, did. like a day later. She still went, well, there was, there was a, a hospital <clears throat> visit involved, maybe a return visit and or a new visit. Because Jimmy's not a fan of going to the doctor. He put up on Facebook the other day, hey, my, is it you, with your finger or something had gone black? No, your ankle. My toe. Your toe's gone black. Yes. And you're like, do I have to go to the doctor or do I just ice it and rest? Shouldn't have put chops yeah. on it. No. <laughs> yeah. No, no, chops was a bad idea. Piss myself. Well, I have currently <laughs> a spider bite, which has caused me some grief because I have not attended to it. So I don't normally like going to the doctor myself. Was this at your house? Where was it again? It was at my house where we went to stay. She didn't live with me, but she was staying, staying with at me. Your house. Do you even eat chops? I can't remember you being a big chops fan. <laughs> yeah, chops, chops is a really old time yeah. meat cut to just have lying around here. <laughs> from the, from the freezer, though, there's nothing like a good chop in case of emergency type situation. <laughs> yeah. You know, like wake up one Sunday morning, boom, love a chop tonight for dinner, out it goes. Chop for dinner. Chops. 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 Yeah, I reckon if you had. Veggies, like frozen veggies, 
in the freezer, which I reckon you would have had. You well, the would thing have gone was, them okay, instead so of the, the chops. So the thing was, I actually the did. the only chops left. In my head, I wasn't going for ice. In my head, I was going for frozen peas because that's what they tell you, you know, like on Neighbours or the such programs <laughs> yeah. you yeah. look to. Those medical programs. Toadfish put them on his ankle <laughs> once or twice, I'm sure. But, and I think I thought I did. So that I didn't want to put chops on her ankle because that would be stupid. But when she woke up, there was blood. Like, she literally put back the sheets and there was blood everywhere. Horse's head style. Horse head <laughs> Horse style. chops. Horse chops. Right, right. Any, what, any questions? What kind of up? chops were they? <laughs> are they different kinds of chops? Uh, different Lamb cuts. chops, pork chops. I mean, I, I don't think pork chops are very bloody. Are they mm. bloody? I don't no. know. You're asking a lot of questions about would chops be for someone that's got a bag foot. ready to go. <laughs> put yeah. them in your bed yeah, and yeah. slept in them all night. So, assuming number three, if it's say it was uh, the ice melting, yeah. yes. why would you not encase the ice in some kind of bag? It was in a plastic bag. It was in a plastic bag. The ice is in the plastic bag, but she probably perforated it with one of her talons during the night. I don't know about your relationship with your cousin, but if it was but if it was if it was most of our friends and you, they would have been pissed to the point where they yes, anyway. were, they, were <laughs> they could very likely Might have, not been have been all been three. <laughs> I'm gonna jump in and grab some points and say say C. You're gonna lock in C. Okay, any more questions? So, Okay, Zane said C. I've forgotten the options again. So A is uh, wrong wrong ankle, B is chops, C is piss. Okay. You can ask more questions though. Oh, in the... The floor's closed for Zane, but over for you guys. Getting up and breaking stuff. Yes. What did she grab onto again? She grabbed onto the curtain. And pulled the curtain down. Yeah. And it wasn't her... She wasn't sleeping in her bedroom. So the problem is that she's pulled down my housemate's curtain, not... Her own curtain upon right. falling out of bed. Pissy bed. And how yeah. is your cousin's ankle now? Because if A is true, she has sustained quite a serious injury that went unattended for eight hours. <laughs> she sees why She wears high yeah. heels all the yeah. time. You don't see her out in wet weather that much? <laughs> no, there is no wet weather. My friend Ben did the same thing to his knee one night trying to traverse over some train tracks. Completely screwed it up. There was no one at home had to stay there for like three days, couldn't couldn't move, didn't have any um, battery on his phone. Knee's completely fucked now. <gasps> Funny <Well>. story. <laughs> Non-comedians <laughs> on, Josh. Well, I'm happy to say her ankle is fine. She just spoke to her tonight, actually, and she just went to the gym. So, hunky-dory, ankle. Great. <laughs> Jimmy, do you know what you think you're going to lock in? I'm thinking C. C as well for Jimmy yeah, and yeah, Doug? Yeah. I think it's incorrect ankle. Incorrect ankle. You reckon A? Yeah. The correct answer was B. Chops. Oh, oh, boom. Three chops. points. Three points. What the fuck? Yeah. I am a great liar. Yeah, that was good. That <laughs> was good. I feel good about how bad I... How good Do I another also, one with Tash because I think I've, I've worked her out now. <laughs> also, <laughs> nice to know that you look like the type of person who doesn't like chops. That's something. I know. <laughs> I think I'm a vegetarian. People like when I well, go to the house. You do run a garden say, program for kids. Yeah, I was right. running my brain. <laughs> well, I'm not an abattoir. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so she you should open a kids abattoir. <laughs> Is that for kids to go <laughs> in or to, to give kids naughty kids that the yeah. business model hasn't been decided? <laughs> <laughs> haven't fleshed it out yet. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. yes. So go, let's go through it. So she she hurts her ankle, and you go back home, and you tell me you, you guys have another drink. Well, technically, we went back to we did go back to her house. Okay, we did have another tipple just to make sure that everything was as hammered as we could get it. <laughs> and were you in another bed, or were you in with no, her? No, I le- I actually left her. So oh, okay, she, we have another drink. I pop it to bed. She's in lots of pain, and if someone's that drunk, you're like shivers. There, this is a real problem. Yeah. So I remember rummaging in her freezer. She was like. <laughs> I would not have I anything. You put it from your memory, but that night you were like, oh, here's some chops. This will be great. This will be fine. The chop, I've got the so chops. Hungry. She's got the chops on her foot. She'll be fine. I don't know. I remember holding the peas. This is what I can't work out why I changed. I remember holding the peas, and maybe I felt like they would defrost too quickly and that she needed longevity with the, with the frozen material. But I don't Reasonable remember the logic rest. at that. Yeah, well, oh. I feel like that's joined it together. 
And anyway, so I had tucked her into bed and with a tea towel I tied the frozen material yep. to her ankles <laughs> and left. And then the next morning I get a phone call from her and she is hysterical. Now she's laughing, but she's like, she woke up in the morning, hideous hangover, and was sort of laying in her bed going, how did I get here? Who got put me to bed? Da, da, da. And went to do the get out of bed and wash my face routine and pulled back the sheets and there was blood everywhere. And she was like, ah! Oh. Being stabbed. And, and chops going, this is the heaviest flow I've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> Not use the word float. <laughs> so at the end of that round, the scores are Zane still on zero points, Doug still on two points, Jimmy Woo. still on four points, but way out in front on seven points is Tash. Yeah. Yes. This round is called Yeah, Nah, Yeah. In this round, each of you are given a fact about another person on the panel. If you think it's true, you say yeah. If you think it's a lie, you say nah. A point, if you guess correctly, a point to the person the fact may or may not be about if you are incorrect. So, to Tash. Now, now, Jimmy was once playing a gig in front of a field full of bikers. It was cold and the bikers had been playing Jimmy with booze. And because the bikers were scary, Jimmy was scared. He had to piss so badly but was too scared to stop the gig, so Jimmy just pissed himself on stage. Yeah or nah? Denny Utemaster? You can ask him as many <laughs> questions as you want. Uh, do people stop gigs to do a wee? Sure. I have absolutely I have. wanted to in the past, but I've no, I've all, I've always held out. I think that people. I don't think you go to many. I've never been to a gig when someone goes, "Sorry, everyone. I hope sorry. Hope you're having fun." But, but I've really got. I've done it. How many people have well, just gone? Well, very well, professional. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just going to piss myself. Yeah, <laughs> it depends how bad you've got to do a piss, Jimmy. Were, was the intent of the bikers who were plying you with alcohol did that did that seem like it was a like a two way thing or was it like malicious like let's get this guy you know it was a really weird kind drunk. of it was actually a fundraiser for a, a young child one of the sons of one of the bikers sounds scary it was scary and we assumed it would be this kind of fundraisery type environment. A family event. Yeah, exactly. With your but metal band. But it was band. just uh, a whole bunch of really intimidating, massive bikers in the UK um, who were sort of doing the whole drink, you know, you're here out of respect, we respect you, drink it, don't disrespect us. Like it was very much this whole sort of Sounds we're funny. showing you respect, you show us respect kind of scenario. So, yes, it was cold in the middle of nowhere and I was quite intimidated and on stage and had been they'd been uttering things such as uh this better be bloody good you guys better you know this is for a sick kid <laughs> you better so be you good didn't have, you didn't have like cream chinos on there i think fortunately it was black jeans so the uh the wetness was Somewhat. <laughs> I doubt there'd be anyone who's ever played to a field full of bikers in cream chinos. I don't That's reckon anyone's ever, call, Josh. ever been wearing cream chinos. I, yeah, well, I I, know, there was that I Kenny G Hills well Angels enough. incident that time. <laughs> <laughs> there was a um, an auction following that for uh, you know to raise money for this child, but it, featuring a pissy pair of uh, <laughs> yeah, featuring a pissy pair of jeans and. Uh, no, yeah. and they were, they were auctioning off things like knuckle dusters and flick knives and like crazy fresh you know, pants, illegal. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> their baseline's bidding hard yeah. for those pants. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, but it was like you know they were doing stuff like going you know knuckle dusters. These hardly been used, boys. Come on, it's for a sick kid. And if people weren't bidding because they're all just kind of these mute big behemoths, the guy was getting all pissed off and just going, "Come on, you cunts! It's for sick kids. Come on!" <laughs> Who's <laughs> a shit? Come on! I'd love to see an auctioneer in like Northcote do that. Come on, you cunt! Bid on this house! It's got two bathrooms! <laughs> what do you reckon, Tash? I'm going to go with yeah. You are correct. Yes, it was. Yes. yes. It was very true. I did wee my pants in front of about 200 leather clad bikes. Did anyone I'm know? I'm proud of you, man. I don't know, man. Like, I, because you know, in the UK, they drink big beers, so yeah. I was. Pretty pissy by that stage, um, yeah. and it was out in the paddock. They had a massive bonfire which they lit immediately after our gig. So I just sat really close to this bonfire <laughs> and let the smell of the smoke just kind of. Yeah. Sorry, so you were on stage. You could, there was no appeal to the rest of the band. So like, can we wrap this up? No, no. I I just panicked basically. And it's metal. Really, just yeah. panicked, and uh, yeah, I I played a 
bung note as I was pissing myself. <laughs> and the guitarist turned around and gave me this there, and he goes, it's C-G-A. I was like, oh, no, I know how to play it. I'm just yeah. pissing my pants. In a perfect world, you would have stepped forward and played the theme from Seinfeld as you pissed yourself. Because <laughs> 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 this was also, was this the festival? It wasn't a festival, but was it the place where you... It was so cold that you guys were sharing a tent or something. Was this another festival? Yes, we were sharing a tent. Yeah, and you. And was uh, it you or you I had to get up and piss. And yeah. I had to piss a lot during yeah. this time. <laughs> but I woke up in the night and had to wee, and I cried actual tears because I had to get out of my tent <laughs> to do a wee. <laughs> You should have just pissed yourself again, like once. Yeah, well, I ditched the pants by that stage. And this is the most searing indictment on the rock and roll lifestyle. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's not a glamorous lifestyle, I can tell you now. It's not as quick up to be. All right, so point there for Tash. Now to Jimmy. Now Zane was working in an office when one of his co-workers was really into cycling. The guy was telling Zane how he has this new bike with really great brakes on it and showed Zane how quickly he could stop by riding it in the office and stopping just before Zane's desk. Zane asked if he could have a go, but when he rode really fast, he put the front brakes on instead and went flying over the handlebars and wiped out a desk and a computer. Zane did not get fired for it. Yeah or nah? In my defence, the amount of things I didn't get fired for in that job is a long one. <laughs> so what was, what was your role in this company? I was... Uh, I, it was a call centre type thing. So it was basically... I'd just moved to Melbourne uh-huh. and um, managed to get this, this job in a call centre. So it was like me and a whole heap of British backpackers. It was really fun. So it was like a bullpen kind of scenario or...? Bullpen on the fourth floor of an office. Right, right. Lots of phones. So papers. enough room for a dude to bring his bike up and yeah, there was ride quite it pretty a, fast. It was, like it was strange. There was a there was a lot of room in the office. And uh, so when you rode it, and you put on the the front brakes, you took out the computer and the 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 lead up to this was that my friend was actually trying to get me to fall off and i'd never ridden a bike that was this sort of uh this this nice and racy before and it was it was actually really light it was like a Mm. road racing bike and he goes oh yeah you can just stop it's really easy you just grab a fistful of front brake and you'll be fine and me thinking (laughs) oh well it's, it's a new type of bike it's like i've never ridden one like this so i just went as fast as i could and it just Grabbed it and really fucked myself up. <laughs> <laughs> so did you actually injure yourself? Or? No, I was fine. I was fine. But the computer was trashed. The computer was a mess. And how who, how'd you come clean about this? Did uh, was it was a- it was in the <laughs> middle of a shift, so it was yeah. Actually, no, it might have it might have just been before a shift before the bosses had got there. But uh, I don't know. I, I'm casting my mind back. I'm trying to work out how I wasn't uh, you know. Um, Sacked? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I guess. Yeah. The what do you reckon, Jimmy? Yeah, low threshold <clears throat> for getting fired, indeed. I'm going to take a risk and call bullshit. It was true. Ah, so Zane there man. gets a point. On the board. On the board. So was it? So it was all worth it. Yeah. <laughs> so you, because I, Years I remember later, this, this story. Because you came home, you were kind of staying with us at the time, or something. Or, yeah. You were like. And you were telling me, and you, so you, how else did you almost get fired from that job? This is not where you're still working, is it, though? I had a very high work ethic in that job, but I also had a very high just want to fuck around ethic. <laughs> <laughs> and the two, the two were kind of always fighting each other in my mind. I remember, and, and like my my friends knew that I was on the sort of on the verge of getting fired just for just from like I don't know rocking up late and and um, just being a, a general early twenty year old with a <laughs> with an office job. <laughs> and um, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> uh, she'll point out Zane is in like about eighteen bands. Uh, so you, Jordy Lane's band. Geordie Lane's band. I was, Simon I sort of, Nugent. Yeah, Simon Nugent. Nugent, sorry. Played with, play with a guy called Van Walker as well, who people oh, might yeah. know. Yeah. Um, so three, 18, Same give thing. or take. Yeah. <laughs> Are you in Sweet Jean? Or do you um, do stuff? Yeah, at times. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. And They've so- kind of got a flexible lineup, yep. more a duo. <laughs> All right. So question no, mm. to Zane. When Doug was in grade five, he had a teacher that was obsessed with the concept of drinking your own piss and would bring it up at least once a week. In the last week of term, 
he conducted an experiment for the class where he drank a glass of his own piss. He wasn't working there the next term. Yeah or nah? You can ask him as many questions as you want. I'm immediately going to say that sounds like absolute bullshit. (laughs) I I need you to explain, uh, I guess, a few things. What was the the teacher's name? His name was Mr. Gill. He was an ex-Christian brother. Um, who'd done a lot of time in the top end working in Indigenous communities. It's funny because I've been thinking about this a lot because it comes up to my mind every now and again. He really Did he have some kind of like um, um, reasoning behind like what was it like health properties? No, I, like... it, just, it was just obsessed with... I just really want to drink some piss. <laughs> <laughs> every week at least once, on, like he'd be teaching his long division to go there down there and carry the one. And remember, if you get lost in the desert, <laughs> you can drink your own piss. It's sterile. Don't drink the water from the radiator of your car. Drink your own piss. And if you pour acid on your leg when you're stuck in the desert, you can piss on that to neutralise the acid. It just kept coming around and around and around. I think, looking back, he might have been lost in the desert at some point and had to drink his own piss. <laughs> might but, have been lost in the desert in his own mind yeah. in real time. <laughs> no word of a lie, he mentioned it at least once a week, if not multiple times a week, and it just it always came at random, sometimes during social science, sometimes maths, what, sometimes just because. What year level was this? I was in grade five, grade so five. I was 11 years old, so I was... Old enough enough to appreciate how weird it was that this guy kept telling us to drink our own piss if we lost in the desert, given that we're all children in northwest Tasmania. Well, it's not that weird. There's uh, there's Bear Grylls who's still doing it to this day on television. Jeez, yeah, Mr. Gill was a pioneer in that respect. He also told us not to Grills? Gills? Hang on. (laughs) And some really good tips around not eating poorly cooked kangaroo because it makes you shit yourself hollow as well. Whether, Whether drinking piss could rehydrate you after shitting yourself, I don't. I don't know, but obsessed. Well, at least you've learned something from this guy. I it had is a actually... teacher tell us we could eat kangaroo poo because it was mostly uh, mostly grass. And so if you were ever starving... Yeah, Where the desert... are you around no. like kangaroo poo and not grass? <laughs> like... <laughs> Why would I eat food on the oh. grass sitting on top? Oh, oh this looks it's more delicious. <laughs> Trapped just behind this kangaroo enclosure in the zoo overnight. It was desperate. <laughs> What do you reckon, Zane? I reckon it's true. It is. Nah, you were sure you got. So a point there for Doug. So it's, wow. it's mostly true, but he didn't actually drink his piss in the last week of school. No, but he was constantly talking about piss. And he used to make us kneel on the sharp ends of cricket bats while we said the rosary because he was a weird fuck. Yeah, no, that sounds yeah, super weird. Yeah. yeah. And offer the suffering up to Jesus. We can bleep this guy's name out after post, can't we? Yeah. Good, yeah. Good. Well, how <laughs> Just in case he's still alive. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> because that Sorry. piss really adds years on, apparently. So. <laughs> okay, so to Doug. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Tash was escorted out of Monaco by the police and asked never to return. Yeah or nah? Oh, and when you were escorted from Monaco, which country did they leave you in? No, we didn't get left. We just got escorted out as in like, we don't care where you go. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Where did you go? Um, It was 1999, back in the heyday. And and, and what country is next to Monaco? I mean, that's a question about geography, isn't it, Josh? Yeah, yeah. It's because you've got, like, you got two or three to choose from there. I thought, you know, it's anyone's game. We went, we went back to Portugal. Fucking hell. I don't know. Yeah. We went straight back to Spain, Josh. France, Tasha went to France. We went straight back to France. Yeah, right, the wheels are coming off this really oh, early. Oh, oh, oh. But for the sake of fun, what had you done to get thrown out of Monaco? Well, we had been on a van trip around Europe and I think largely it was to do with the fact that we travelled in a van called Wacko where the O of Wacko was an eyeball that was very bloodshot and uh, we had on the side of the van uh, bikini clad women and on the back doors that opened up was a kid 
holding a skateboard, doing a giving the bird with flames behind it, with wearing a NoFX T-shirt. And when we arrived in our campground, the woman said to me, oh, you are disgusting. You look like wine. You smell like wine. <laughs> and when we were leaving to go out one day, the cops pulled us over and said, we've been watching you since you've arrived and we don't think that you are. You're not Monaco material. No, You don't drink martinis, you don't gamble. Please leave. Yeah, fair enough. Look, the first thing that comes to mind is the fact that a woman who runs a caravan park that caters to people doing van tour would be disgusted or offended by anything (laughs) after doing that job for more than 20 minutes. I'm going to have to call shenanigans on this. You are incorrect. It was true. She really hell. did get kicked out. Tosh, you are a really good liar. Well, you, <laughs> so what country did you get thrown out to? Do you actually know? Or? No, I actually can't remember. Hell of a van tour, eh? It was, real <laughs> <laughs> it was 18 years ago. She was, she was 19. So, yeah. All right. At the end of that round, the scores are Zane, one point. Yes. Yay. Doug on three points. Jimmy still on four points, but way out in front on nine points is Tash, Grogan Mitchell. Nine points in the last round to be able to catch up, Josh. You can get them. You can get them. She can lose them. All right. I can't. I won't lose them, and you're not going to catch up, (laughs) Not at this rate, I'm not. (laughs) Okay, this round is called Who 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 Who. In this round, I'll read out ten questions based on your lives. You have to buzz in if you think you know who it is. You get a point if you get it right. You get a point off if you get it wrong. So it's only round... You can lose points. Your names are your buzzers. So your first question is this one. Who was cat sitting for a friend and the cat died? Zane. Yes, Zane. Tosh. No, it was Doug. <laughs> Doug <laughs> zero. zero. Really? Yeah. Oh, that was just a, that was just a yeah. you know, needed to get needed to get on the board. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm so much joy. I just, so just disappeared and never came back. They had two cats and they both fucked off and they were gone for three days. They came back covered in dirt. Then they went again. And only one came back. And my friend was in Europe ringing up asking, how's the cats? And I just had to run with the lie. And by the time I thought this cat's not coming back, I was so deep into the lie of how the cats were behaving. Uh, It was a really difficult phone call to make. When they came back, why did you let them back out? You've you've dodged a bullet once. I'm not a smart man, Josh. (laughs) (laughs) Point off there for that. Okay. Who once had breakup sex and then this song came on? Doug, I'm buzzing in, but please don't stop the popcorn song. <laughs> I have to, because otherwise I have to pay APRA royalties for it. If I pay for more than 22 seconds. Done. All right, who, who was it, Doug? I really want it to be Jimmy. You are correct, it was yeah, Jimmy. It was me. <laughs> uh, do you want to elaborate, Jimmy? Or? Yeah, well, it was the breakup sex with the girl that then had fresh sex with Josh. Yeah. yeah. Fresh sex. And I didn't have sex and popcorn to her. Yeah. <laughs> what song did she play for you? Well, actually, no, I'll let Jimmy tell his and I'll tell what... Yeah, anyway, so... Yeah, so, I mean, I suppose to elaborate on our initial sort of conversation... Yes. Um, <clears throat> me and this person had, you know, been going for a very long time and we'd sort of grown apart over many years. So, it wasn't a, a sad breakup and... Um, Not with that song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, it, you know, and it became, you know, she was very uh, transparent the fact that she'd met Josh and liked him and all that sort of stuff. So, we had a little chat in the uh, in the hallway of our then shared house and said well i guess this is goodbye and um we were so relieved at i suppose putting a full stop on that chapter and being okay with it that we uh we sort of went well you know one for the road <laughs> and a tape was playing of a, a band i was then in but you know back in those days you would tape over yeah cassettes numerous times so this uh this recording was on a cassette tape, which, you know, we got down to it. And within about five seconds, I was going to have my band finished and the previously recorded song, which was that, <laughs> came on. And we just went, just roll with it. Yeah. Let's not was, skim over the fact that you were having sex to your own music as yeah. well. That's a bit weird. Yeah. Well, my defense, that was already playing. I was listening Listen, to that. Listen, if this a... is the last time, do you mind if I just... <laughs> <laughs> I just want to know what this feels like, okay? Uh... <laughs> Also, in that house, there was a massive wallpapered, like, was it a yeah, Rembrandt? Like a, a Rembrandt mural that took up the yeah. whole side of my bedroom. It was so bizarre. It was so weird. The couple that owned that house uh, were a Greek couple, and they owned a fish and chip shop in Invermay. Yep. And I remember going to pay rent with another friend of ours, and the lady who was the wife of the, the owner, she... Um, 
I don't know how it came in the conversation, but she started talking about, you know, people cooking wild, like native fauna. And uh, started saying, that, you know, if you need a possum, how would you, you know, would you cook it in a rissole? Would you make a casserole? How would you have it? You know? And went through this whole range of like minced meat sort of type scenarios. It was a very strange and vivid time in my life. Rissoles. Yeah. Bring back the rissoles. Yeah. Casserole. Rissoles, it's a good food. It's better than a hamburger. Bring back the rissoles. That's it. That's it. Because um, when, we, when me and this girl broke up, uh, we didn't have any breakup sex. And cause there was, well, you weren't involved. In <laughs> there, was a guy, there was a guy in the bed that we would have been having the breakup sex to uh, who was six foot seven, so there's no way I was going to do anything. Anyway, so I went out and was listening to – oh, no. She, I didn't have my license and I was living in Launceston. She was in Devonport. And so I got her to drive me back to Launceston, which is like an hour and a half trip. And it was a weird – cool. It was weird. And she dropped me off and said, I'll come back up tomorrow. I'll go and back home. And so when she came back up, we were having the discussion that, okay, this is, this is over. This is no good. This is, you lied to me for like three months, six months. It's over. And just as we kind of said, it's over, then I don't know if you remember the band The Sailors. Their yep. song, I Punch You With The Fist Of My Cock, came on. <laughs> so we have this kind of it's emotion, emotional she moment, which is, I punch you with the fist of my cock, yes. I punch your ass with the fist of my cock. Yeah, and so that was, I'll, we'll always have fist of our cock. Anyway, so, all right, question three. Who has a phobia of watching people brush their teeth? Doug. Yes, Doug. Tosh? Yes, you are correct. Yeah, point there for Doug. I've got you dialed in now. Thanks. Thanks just just for the end of the game. Time. How do you how do you go with your kids then? Do you brush their teeth? That's Snoop's job. Okay. Largely speaking, but what is it about? I have to. Yeah. What's, yeah, the, what worst, what's the worst thing? Just everything about it, I find so horrific. Like foamy, foamy, warm, salivary, minty mess. <laughs> I don't like it when people talk about um, fur on teeth. Mm. <laughs> Not good. But I mean, like the other week. And my son had approached me after brushing his teeth and my husband had just laid down. And you know what it's like with your kids. If one of you is laid down and the other partner is asking you to get up, you just want to like murder-suicide. Yep. And so my son had approached me from just brushing his teeth and when he turned around, it was just everywhere. There was so much foam and salivary wet mess all over him. And I was like, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. So it was like, come on, what is it? And turned around and saw him. And he was like, I am sorry, I am sorry. <laughs> I just can't cope. I can't cope with it. Because when I heard this, I thought it was, you know when you're like 19 and you say, oh, I can't do this because you want to appear interesting. Because we had, actually one of your exes, had a fear of cut fruit. Do you remember? Really? I was about to bring this up. <laughs> yeah. He had a fear of cut fruit. I'm like, that's something you just say to try and appear cool. And you don't yeah. really, you I've always really... wanted to send him the opening credits of Dexter, you know, when they do that <laughs> yeah. blood orange. And it just sort of, oh, man, that must absolutely kill him. This was the same man that Tash shaved her initials into his back hair. <laughs> she branded him. <laughs> this, was, this was the bullshit guy. Bullshit. <laughs> and this, this guy actually had Sorry, another Bob. ex. Who had a, who has, catch. This, this same guy had another ex who has a really irrational fear of sitting on fabrics. Oh, well, what like, fabrics don't you can't sit on fabrics. And sit. She'll, she'll go to the extent where she'll bring her own fabric that she's comfortable with to put on other fabrics can't do public transport can't do couches now doug you you, you you're a psychologist yeah you, what, what would you diagnose what's what's going on here with, with tash with her teeth and these guys with their fruit and their the cut fruit i get the cut the, really? I get the image of an orange cutting up is very very visceral it's very gut-like oh, okay. but toothbrushing no, no see, I, I can get that. Clean, just please, a bad, bad mother. I like clean teeth. I just don't like the foamy, foamy. I, I, I can relate to that. I, I remember when I was younger, we, you, we had a friend who, he was a bit of a mole. <laughs> and he would always come to school with that little bit of foam just sticking down the yeah. side of one thing. And it always just grossed me out so I much. Clean that was, shit up, for Christ's sake. Yeah, been saying that, like, I've with been. your own kids, you kind of, I don't know, like, I got a real thing about you know mucus and stuff. I just if I see it in adults, I just yeah. die reach. But in little kids, you just sort of 
Pick it I, off and deal with it, you know. It's when I still remember when Oliver was like nine months old before he could blow his nose and he was trying to sleep and he was keeping us all up. He couldn't like so I had to put my mouth on his nose and suck the snot up oh, Josh. and just spit it out. And that and that was when Beck You can buy a little thing that does that. Yeah. Didn't work properly. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't work. And Beck looked at me with so much love in her eyes. It was this thing of like going, You are the that man is for an me. Ultimate yeah. sacrifice. So yeah. And then they put on popcorn and off yeah. they <laughs> went. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a kiss. Kiss me, honey. <laughs> Right, question four. Who once made a ceramic bong in year 10 after telling their teacher they were Mother's Day vases? Jimmy. Yes, Jimmy. Doug. No, it was Zane. Oh, so point off Jimmy there. Do I get a point Go for that? On. No, Jimmy just loses one. Damn. Sorry. So, but That didn't even work either. So, <laughs> Did your teacher believe it though? We did get him fired in the kiln. So I think the teacher had a, had a sort of sneaking suspicion they weren't vases. Yep. I'm sure they did. I think we might have. I think they were we teaching have, in Bernie. I'm sure yeah. they've come across a bomb <laughs> yeah. before. Like, yeah. They're going, well, no, I can't wait to rip this one up. Kettles. <laughs> kettles. <laughs> All right, question five. Who had a job where on the first day the person who hired them hadn't told anyone else, so they just walked around pretending to look busy for the whole day? Who did that? Tash. Yes, Tash. Doug. Yes, you were correct. Yes, that's um, right. What? Got my number. The old George yeah. Costanza. <laughs> Insurance brokerage in Ireland. I think it was a family business. And they'd just given the wife of the guy who owned it just an office and said, yeah, do what you want. And she'd taken it upon herself to employ some people. And she employed me and didn't bother telling anyone. <laughs> I had that job for three months before they sussed me. I just wandered around day to day, helped with a bit of mailing, a little bit of filing. I had no function in that place at all. So. When I was at uni, I had two jobs there at the uni. One was doing the dean's filing for her and one was doing this conference centre. And they both put me on at the same time, one shift, and I didn't tell either of them and just went back and forth between the two <laughs> and got paid for both. No one, had, no one had any idea where I was. Just saying, oh, I've, got, I've got an upset tummy. I'm just going to the ta- toilet. Yeah. Just <laughs> rush across, put some tables out, rush back. I, got, I got so bored at this job one day. I thought, I wonder how long I could stand perfectly still before anyone noticed. <laughs> I just spat all over the desk. I, I, didn't just, I didn't just sort of stand in the corner and do nothing. I was like halfway through a walking pose and just stood there. Nothing. Nothing. Question six. Who broke both their elbows at the same time? Zane. Yes, Zane. Jimmy. No, it was Tash. So a point off there, Zane. Oh. <laughs> I'm really going backwards here. How'd you break your elbows? I um, fell off a bike. Ah. At she had some chops in, in an office. On, so. I had a couple of chops <laughs> up my sleeves. You and... should have grabbed a whole fistful of front brake. <laughs> Stopped really quickly. <laughs> Question seven. Who, because of the language barrier, didn't realise they were being mugged in Paris until two minutes into a bad sign language exchange? Jimmy. Yes, Jimmy. Doug. Yes, you are correct. I need to know this story. So I'm I'm walking around the fourth arrondissement, as was my want, and a guy walks up to me and he's he's starting to do stuff in sign language and he looked a bit worse for wear. I distinctly remember he had the the dotted lines tattooed across his throat. But you know when you're travelling, you're such an idiot and you forget to be frightened of things and... So I engaged this guy in conversation and went through the whole thing. Oh, you, his hands are out. He wants something. Yeah, you're hungry. You're tired. You want something. Fist. What does fist mean, Owen? <laughs> and then I realized he was going to menace me and shake me down for money. So I <laughs> got the fuck out of there really quickly. I ran into a shop to hide, but didn't lock the shop door. And he just chased me into the shop. So I ran back out of the shop. And Did, well, Where's the shopkeeper? Why didn't you just pretend? Oh, it's France. Say? Everyone's too aloof to even <laughs> notice that as tourists is being mugged in their shops. So. It is amazing how jolly tourists get, though. Like, you know, yep. everything's kind of just fun and you sort of put all your, uh, you know, coolness yeah, behind it's, you. And... It's one or the other. You're either super, super paranoid and you've got a bum bag under a belt in <laughs> yeah. your pants yeah. and it's all this thing. Or you're just like, I don't know, I don't care. It's just walking with, like, cash falling out of your pocket and all that kind of stuff. I remember coming down the Eiffel Tower and, you know, you, uh, you go down that, that big elevator and it's always packed full of people and it's a bit of a wait to get down there. So we went down it packed cram full of people and we got to the bottom and this little american family you know the mum, dad and the two kids all wearing the exact same t-shirt sort of spilled out in front of us and there's all those little you know trinket sellers at the bottom and the the wife to his husband she goes what do we do now honey and he goes i don't know i guess we buy crap off these guys (laughs) (laughs) question nine no no question eight who once severely twisted their foot in a basketball game seconds after telling the people they were playing with Prepare to be dazzled. Doug. Yes, Doug. That was Jimmy. I was there. It was the funniest fucking thing I ever saw in my life. Jimmy, do you want to tell a story? My catchphrase. (laughs) (laughs) Me and some friends, Doug included, decided to go and play some basketball in Launceston. 
We went to an outdoor court and we got to the gate. You know, it's one of those caged-in kind of courts. Got to the gate. One of our friends from the gate just throws the ball, gets like literally to, from halfway down the court. The ball bounces back. Another friend of mine, Kieran, run, grabs it, gets, you know, at least three points away. Everyone's getting really pumped up and excited, like, you know, it's on. You know, everyone's in fine form. They chuck it to me and they go, bring it home, Jimmy, bring it home. And I just, just, just uttering the words, prepare to be dazzled. <laughs> And in my mind, I was going to run because there was like a brick wall that the hoop was mounted on. Yeah. I was going to springboard myself off the back wall up and slam dunk. But instead, I just ran and there was a very small gutter beneath that brick wall. My ankle just twisted like completely 180 upside down. I slammed in the wall, just made a horrible crack and just collapsed on the floor as the ball just sort of rolled really embarrassingly slowly <laughs> around the court. And I lay there just thinking, I've... Oh, broken my fucking leg <laughs> and all I could hear was all these guys just laughing hysterically <laughs> and they had to go to hospital uh, you the next day you're on crutches and you couldn't get across the road yeah. with the rest of us and we just turned around and you were stuck there on the other side of the road we yeah. laughed our asses off again that yeah. Was, yeah, was with a bag the, of the chops of many jokes. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> to my ankle you people <laughs> <laughs> prepare to be done <laughs> but that has been used many yes. times since to question nine who had a botched wisdom tooth operation that left him? Who had a botched? Jimmy, question. Who had a botched wisdom tooth operation that left them with half of it in their mouth for over forty-eight hours? Tash. Yes, Tash. It sounds like something that would happen to Zay. It was Zay. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much. I've cried like an absolute baby all night. I rang. I, I was at the dentist, and she she was like eight months pregnant, and she said, "Oh." It'll be fine. You can just uh, come in on a Saturday morning and we'll just put some anaesthetic in. It'll be fine. We'll get it out. She did it. It's like two and a half hours later of like crushing around inside my mouth. You'd love this, Tosh. And I said, oh, what a, can, we, can, we, can we just get the surgeon to fix this? And she's like, oh, there is, there's no one available. So I was like, no, you've, you've got to get someone to fix it. Like, this is not like, actually like a She just kept, <laughs> kept putting more anaesthetic in. So she goes, okay, I actually know the number of this surgeon so she gave me the number and I called this guy I'm like oh this has happened what, what can we do he goes oh yeah you can come to my practice in South Yarra but you've got to come and pick me up and I was like surely I'm not gonna go and pick up a surgeon to yeah. put me under he's like at a barbecue or something <laughs> <laughs> and so I, I, I rang Seems I knew I knew my mum had been coming over to Tassie to see like a more reputable uh dental surgeon or whatever so she gave me his number and i called him he goes get them to write you a script for you know this this drug and also get yourself some whiskey it's gonna hurt like hell and it really did yeah, yeah. deep so, deep amounts so of 48 pain. hours yeah because i remember when tash you were living with us when you got your wisdom teeth out i've oh, never seen some i've never seen someone so puffed up it was because i had it out like about three months before and within six hours, you couldn't even tell that I had my. I had a little bit of bruising. That was it. You were like a chipmunk for a week. It was amazing. <laughs> the most ridiculous reactions to just shit that other people are like. That was fine. Yeah. I honestly thought I was going to die when she was taking out my wisdom teeth. She climbed on me. Yeah. And I mean, like, she had no. I remember listening to the Rolling Stones on my iPod, and being like. Okay, if I listen to music really loud, I'll just send this out. But she had her knees on my shoulders and she was smashing them up in my head yeah. before she pulled Good out yeah, the sections. sounds are the worst. The sounds was, yeah. it was Because they've got to push them in and then that what I don't like is the twist of the tearing the roots. So they push it in and then because I've had so many, so many like teeth and that removed and taken so, so many fake ones in there. But they twist it and you hear the... The crunch of the nerves all twisting off the root, and then Horrendous. and then they pull so it out. If anyone's going to have their wisdom teeth out this week, it's fine. Yeah, <laughs> none of this is real. Oh, it's it's all for the purposes of fine. a podcast. And our last question of the game: Which of you once had sex on top of my bed? Zane. Jimmy. Yes, Zane. Tosh. Yes, it was Tosh. <laughs> Point there. Did, did, I break even? did I break even, Josh? Um. The final scores. Let's go through them. So Zane ended up on zero points. Yay! Pa. Jimmy ended up on four points. Doug ended up on six points. Came back a bit there, but way in front and probably the highest score we've had in the game. Eleven points. It's Tash. Oh, oh my God! You Look know down. who we are. Yes, I know who. Carry you over, are. champ. Yes. 
So thank you all very much for playing. I should point out that Tash didn't have sex with me on the bed. I was not there. He wishes. And, and it was, <laughs> <laughs> oh, bullshit. <laughs> uh, it was with... Yeah, anyway, so... Uh, <laughs> So thanks for playing. So this is where we do plugs. And so, uh, Tash, you have a business to plug. Yes. The Sage Garden. It feels, it feels like I shouldn't talk about how I educate children. Children aren't listening to this, but there'll be some teachers who listen to this. Shaving my initials into somebody's <laughs> back and having sex on your bed. But I do teach organic gardening to children and run a business called The Sage Garden. But and more they, all get, they all get half price off at the Crazy Arms. <laughs> they, all, they all come down to the bar... Uh, Afterwards, for the, a good times. So the Crazy Arms in Brunswick Street. Yep, Crazy Arms, Brunswick Street. Behind hoping polyester. Be, behind polyester, hoping to be open Thursdays, Fridays and Saturdays as of June 2017. Oh, are we in June now? Yes, we are. Let's move yes. that to July, people. <laughs> <laughs> Zane, you got some bands to plug? You plug um, people not at the moment, in? Josh, but I'll get in touch. I'll find some bands that I want to plug All right. out of the 18 <laughs> and get back to you. <laughs> Jimmy, are you doing any, any gigs at the minute? Are you doing any bands? Uh, our guitarist is overseas at the moment, but we are in the middle of recording a record. And that band is called? It's called Uptown Ace. Uptown so Ace. we'll have a record out shortly, and I think we've got a gig in August at this stage. Prepare to be dazzled. Jimmy, <laughs> prepare to be dazzled. Jimmy's been also in a band called The Devil Rock 4. Yeah. They got stuff out. We used to go see them together. And he's also, he was in a band called Bug Dust. They got stuff out. Indian mm. Minor. Indian Minor. And Rap Dance it. Cool Party. Yes. It was me and Jimmy. <laughs> Rap dance, cool party. I still yeah. listen to that. It was good stuff. It's good stuff, isn't it? Yeah. I, I, I sometimes think oh, we should get the band back together. Yeah. And Doug, you're going. You're off to New Zealand. Yeah, my, my actual furniture leaves my house tomorrow. I am so stressed out. This has been a lovely deviation from <laughs> sitting over a pile of boxes thinking, how the fuck did I gather so much crap together in my life? So... Well, anyway, thank you everyone for listening to this. Uh, thanks to everyone who downloaded and uh, who donated to the Possible uh, campaign. There's still 22 days uh, of it left. If you want to donate, even though we reached the 6,000 target, you can still donate and all of it goes to uh, promoting the show. Anyway, until next time, bye. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.